Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and today in studio with me is one of my favorite priests, Father Joe Lobick from Sacred Heart of Jesus uh, Catholic Church in Wadsworth. Welcome, Father. Thanks, Tim. Good to be here. Good to see you again. Always. Uh, today we're going to continue our discussion about uh, what we believe as Catholics. And we believe in one God, but there's three persons in that one God. And we call God a trinity. So what does the trinity or a triune God mean? Well, I think, first of all, we have to understand that it's not three gods. It's one God, three persons. And the reason for that is, and again, something that we're not going to be able to understand exactly how that can be. But I think we have to remember that God could not just be one person because God is love. And if God is love and he were only one person, who would he be loving but himself? And so it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't give us an example. We have to look at the Trinity. Although it is a mystery, we can understand it as a community of those three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the Father has begotten the Son as we pray in the Creed every Sunday. And from there, to those two, the love between them is the Holy Spirit. So again, it is a mystery in the sense that in the past 2,000 years, we don't understand it completely and we never will, but it unfolds in our lives. That's what we mean when we talk about a mystery of our faith. It's not just something we just put on the shelf and label it a mystery and say, okay, that's fine. But it is a mystery that unfolds in our lives, the mystery of faith, the mystery of, of the, the Paschal mystery the mystery of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. All these things have much more meaning than any of us will ever understand. But we delve into it because it reveals to us God, and that's how God has chosen to reveal himself is through these mysteries of faith. Mm -hmm. You make a very good point, too, when you say that God is love because I think we have to start there in our understanding of who God is. Right. Because if we understand that God is love, then it also helps to understand why you and I are here and why all of us are here. Exactly. Because God had so much love, he wanted to share it with as many of us as possible. Possible, right. So we were made to love. Okay. So God, first of all, is the Father. So why do we call God Father? Well, that goes way back again, even in the Old Testament. They looked upon God as Father. He is the creator, the giver of life, you know, and they connected that with humanity. And it was from a father and a mother, actually. There are images in the Old Testament of uh, God as a mother, too. We refer to uh, wisdom as, as a feminine reality. She, wisdom, has built herself a house. So that is God. That's who they're talking about. So 
they because they generated life because God generates life and love as a source so they easily identified him as father and in the New Testament of course Jesus revealed to us God as father he talked about his father and he talks about taught us how to pray our father so Jesus very definitely wants us to have that understanding that God is our father and everything that that means in every positive aspect every positive way although some people unfortunately don't have a positive experience of fatherhood in their life with their human or biological fathers but God is is far beyond that he is the perfect loving father mm -hmm. and he isn't he also creator right he is the creator and because he's the creator and because he is love again that's right where creation has come about and in particular mankind exactly exactly so okay so then who is Jesus well Jesus of course is the second person of the Trinity the Son but of course Jesus when he, when he was incarnated took on a human body but he existed always before that he is we, we call him the Word of God made flesh that what it was through the word as st john tells us that god created the world the world the word was with god as he begins his gospel in the beginning was the word and that word is how god through which god created the world let there be light and that is the word of god and that is the word that became flesh in the person of jesus christ so he is the son of god you know, one important distinction about the Catholic faith, and there are some religions that call themselves Christian, they believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but they don't believe that Jesus is God. Right. Yes. And that is such a critical point to understand that yeah. Jesus is God and he's also man. Right. So, again, that's another mystery of our faith, faith. where how can Jesus be God and at the same time be man just like us in every way except sin. Yes, and you can't separate the two ever. There have been uh, periods of history within the church where the church kind of emphasized the divinity of Christ. And then it would swing back and they might go a little bit overboard emphasizing the humanity of Christ. And that's how some of these uh, Protestant religions, non-Catholic religions, kind of got their their ideas and that goes way back to the one of the earliest heresies in the church in Arianism and Arianism does not believe that Jesus is divine they just think he is a son of God but not God and what we have today along those same lines are the Jehovah Witness and the uh, Mormons uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints they are in that same category so we have to be careful when people start talking about especially representatives of those religions because they do not believe as we do as has been revealed by God himself and of course the Jewish people don't believe don't that believe Jesus it. was no. God they no. believe he was a great man a great prophet. and maybe even a prophet yeah but not God it's in the same thing with Islam mm -hmm. they don't believe that Jesus is God so that's, you know, that's one of the reasons I love wearing my crucifix outside of my clothing is to remind myself that 
not only is Jesus God, but he paid the ultimate price for our salvation. Right. And again, that's hard for a lot of people to understand is why would the Son of God become man and then die, have to die? Right. So again, that's the whole uh, focus, obviously, of the, of the Catholic faith and, and what we believe. But it starts with our understanding, correct understanding of God as being three persons in one God. One God. All right, let's let's talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit. Is he part of the Trinity? Definitely. That's what it makes it the Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And as I said before, that the love, the bond of love between the Father and the Son is generates the Holy Spirit, that love, that spirit of love that is is God, is Jesus Christ, the Father. And that's why we are baptized in not just in the name of Jesus Christ. We are baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, just as Jesus instructed his apostles before he ascended into heaven. Because we are incorporated then into that trinity, into a relationship with God. That's what he's calling us to, that we are part of that love. That's where we came from. That's where God is calling us to be someday, totally and completely. And that's what we're working for right here on earth as we come to know God's love and share in that love with the people around us. And the Holy Spirit has quite a few titles uh, in Scripture. Yes, definitely. Uh, the paraclete, paraclete, the advocate. Lord, the giver of life, the right. advocate. Right. And all those things, again, he is the one that intercedes for us. He is the one that inspires and guides us. We say that Scripture is inspi the inspired Word of God, and that is the Holy Spirit active in our lives. He's there. We receive that Spirit at baptism and the fullness of the Spirit at confirmation. That's why those sacraments are so important. Again, going back to that relationship with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's what we celebrate. Every That's why we pray. The first thing we do in prayer at the beginning of Mass or our night prayers or any time, we begin with the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's not just like a, a introduction or a formality. We are identifying ourselves who we are. We pray, we live, we move and have our being in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's who we are. We're identifying ourselves with we're saying a lot more than just those few simple words about who we are, who God is, and about our relationship with him. So it's very important. And also when we, we do the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, aren't we also renewing our baptismal promises? Right. That's Again, that's who we are. We are baptized in the name of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So whenever we make that sign of the cross, and as we go into church, as we leave church, we use the holy water. Again, a constant reminder of who we are. That's the most important thing. That we're not just, God didn't just make us and then, you know, set us out there and watch us do whatever we do. He's with us. He guides us. He directs our minds and our thoughts in so much as we let him or we want him to. That we're open to that love. We're open to being loved by God. The more we are open to that, the more it's going to see its effects in our lives. We're going to see how that makes a difference. Maybe we won't be so 
edgy or grumpy or stressed out or we just allow ourselves to live in the love of God. And, and that's why I love to stress the beauty and the importance of the Catholic Church because the Catholic Church is the teachings of Jesus Christ and that helps us to understand who God is. I mean, the whole purpose of the church is to help us get to heaven, right? to exactly. teach us the teachings of Jesus. Right. And again, to be able to help understand and the church to explain to us who God is yes, right? And, and what part that he, he belongs in our life. And, mm -hmm. and of course, that's the first part. He should be that's, first. That's why he came. That's why God became a human being, to reveal himself to us, to let us know not just with words from up above, but with what Jesus did on this earth, how he treated people, what he did for people, his love that he poured out, and most of all, in his suffering and death and resurrection, this shows us what love is all about, what it really and truly is. Mm -hmm. So it's something that we, you know, we need. It's at the core of our faith, the heart of our faith, very much so. Awesome. You've been listening to Father Joe Labick of Sacred Heart of Jesus Catholic Church as we discuss the catechism, the youth catechism of the Catholic Church and what we believe as Catholics. And we've been talking about the fact that we believe in one God, but three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry, your host, reminding you that God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye until next time. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.